Hello there, I'm Kevin, aka Toying Around. I'm Yoko, also known as Live and Love Eat Yoko. Hey, I'm Paulie from Bitter Asian Dude Inc. I'm Ernie, also known as the one and only Fallen Fett. We're four friends chatting about our love for Star Wars, toy collecting, and pop culture. You're listening to the Boba Squadron Podcast. Okay, here we go. Seriousness. 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 We're warmed up. Boba Squadron Podcast, Episode 4. We are happy to have our full squad back today. Uh, Paul, uh, we missed you last week. I'm joined by Paul, Yoko, and Ernie. And, um, you know, we, we I, I want to thank you guys because uh, I want to thank everybody because the episode three just aired and we're recording this and finding time in all our schedules to, you know, just to get it done, even if it's a little bit early. I really appreciate that. And I think everyone who listens uh, should know that, you know, you, all of you are are putting in that effort to to make some time. Yoko, usually you do your stream tonight, but you have sacrificed that for episode four. For the sake of uh, yeah, for the sake of everyone being mm-hmm. here. So everyone, uh, thank you so much for for be, for being here. Thanks, Yoko. No, oh, thank you, Kev, for struggling through your illness. Yeah, so, and all the editing you do. He's he's crying right now. It's, a, it's audio, so no, no one can see what's really happening. And it's good because we're in a groove, and Yoko, Yoko, uh, Yoko will remember to stop pointing at the camera for visual cues on this on Apple Maybe. Podcast. I will try to describe my motions. Describe your disappointment in us. <laughs> yeah, does the eye rolling make it across the audio? Yeah, oh, we can hear it. Does. We can yeah. hear it. <laughs> Paul was still on set last week, and as you eye rolled me and Kev, he felt it. He was like, "Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> that's a great yeah. disturbance." I was yeah. like, what did they? What did they do? What exactly. did they do? <laughs> Paul it. was on set. He suddenly clutched his chest and like grabbed a chair for balance. And they're like, "Paul, are you okay?" Like, yeah. I felt a great disturbance, as if Kevin said something really dumb, and Yoko rolled her eyes. <laughs> And Ernie acknowledged it. Just the way you guys described it, where Kevin had a coughing fit because of his illness, and Ernie choked on a boba because he's—I mean, as Yoko, you put it so nicely. You said there's no nice way of saying it. You suck too hard on the straw, and you choked on a piece of boba. Dude, how you died on the show? Kevin's coughing, and Yoko is trying to make a point. And two out of the three panelists are choking. That is probably the time that you felt it the most. Yeah. But we got it done. <laughs> and they, they look at him too and they're like, Paul, do you have to leave? And he's like, no, they're done. <laughs> That's their own fault. He's like, I can't save them at this point. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've still have to listen to it. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. So. Oh, yeah. You got to see. There's a couple points where we're like, if Paul was here, this is what he would say. So we got we to see how Yoko, accurate. Yoko, he'll, he'll, he'll get to it. Yeah. Get yeah, to it. yeah. I'm just trying to oh. further entice him into watching or listening. Yeah. But, um, Force Ghost Paul was definitely here. Force Ghost Paul. <laughs> He's still yeah. alive. You can't have a ghost while alive. Well, just he wasn't here. So he was doing the whole projection. 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 Yeah. What was the, the projection, projection then, right? Is yeah, that what it was? Projection. Yeah. When you're still alive. Yeah. Yeah. What would. Uh, Paul, what would force projection Paul be wearing? Because when we saw when Luke did it, uh, you know, he had a haircut. 
Right. You know, because everyone's like, why would he go get a haircut before he go went to battle? Oh, it's just a force projection of his own image. What would what would uh what would force projection Paul be wearing? <laughs> well, I mean, the force projection Luke was a younger version of Luke, right? They had him. Uh, that was a subtle nod to earlier on when when he was opening up the Jedi Academy, and you could just sort of see he had the darker beard and stuff like that. Right. So I guess uh, force projection Paul would probably be wearing. I don't know. What would I be wearing? What would I be wearing? Probably a hat of some sort. I'm always wearing a hat because my head gets cold. Um, Do we think that was like the last time he was like feeling good about himself? Yeah, I think that's, so. That's why that, that's how he sees. Yeah, comes back at that time. I, I think so. That's that's his the the moment where he just yeah. felt most put together. Yeah, uh, before everything's fell to pieces. So, <laughs> I mean, wait a minute. Are you trying to project on me? Uh, what would I be wearing? <laughs> God, I don't know. I just watched another disappointing Leafs game where they blew a four-goal lead. As soon as I started watching it, they started to lose, and then they lost in overtime. So he's probably wearing a flaming Leafs jersey. <laughs> a flaming Leafs jersey? Yeah, because it's yeah. on fire. Yeah, you can see so the effects mad. and everything. Yeah, yeah. When you're, I thought that's why I was just bringing it up. It's supposed to be when you're feeling good about yourself. <laughs> I guess that's what Leaf fans feel all the time. We're all masochists. If that's you're alive. The anger. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, then you know what? I'd probably be wearing my X-wing jumpsuit. Nice. Uh, there you go. Nice. I'll be wearing right. my jumpsuit with my with my helmet and but the the chin cup undone. Yes. That no is chin canon cup. now. I'm, that's I'm a proud season answer. <laughs> the next time. I like it. You with know, with all this, there. with all this talk there about all this stuff, and you're saying. Okay, Yoko, you said the happiest. So Paul had to go to that. And all I can think about is, would you guys be really upset if it ever came to the point where they replaced Alec Guinness with our Obi-Wan of now? You, as, like, with who? you and McGregor? Like digitally removed it? Yeah, like how they removed old Vader and they put in Hayden Christensen. Would you be upset if they removed Alec Guinness and gave us you and McGregor at some point? Hmm. That's I'll never question. get mad at seeing you and McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> so for Yoko to me, no, I don't know why they haven't done it already. I don't know. The, the Anakin, the Anakin thing seemed, it still feels a little goofy when I see it now though. Yeah. Right. It, it does. Cause I was chilling in a hotel yeah. room and it was on uh, TNT when uh, last time we were out. And I love when that mm -hmm. happens. So I sit back and watch it, of course, and it gets to that part. And it, it does to me, Yoko, like you, yeah. it still feels weird to me. I don't know about mm -hmm. you, Paul, but it does because it's, it's Hayden. And then Alleghenis. So, yeah. so in my head, it always happens. Is it going to come to a point where they switch it and put you and McGregor? And how would people feel about that? I don't think they would switch it. I don't no? think they would. Just because Alleghenis was, he was an established, he's an established actor, first of all. And they established oh, mm -hmm. his character well within. And so they, they keep him there. So uh, the the guy that played, who was the, the, the image of Vader before, uh, mm -hmm. What was his name? Sebastian. I want to say Sebastian Stan, but it's not. It's a. Uh, I also Sebastian. wouldn't be mad about that. <laughs> Yoko was like, I want to see Sebastian Stan too. Yeah. Uh, hold on. It's, Yoko already it, has it, her was... next drawing in her head. Oh. <laughs> no. Force Ghost Yoko, surrounded by. Uh, what was his name? Anyways, uh, Sebastian Shaw? I think his name is yes. Sebastian Shaw. That's what it was. Yes. Um, I mean, nobody saw. Unmasked Darth Vader, right? So you had this guy, and you go, "Oh, 
that's what Anakin Skywalker would look like right now if he were old. And so I can see why they kind of went, well, let's replace him with uh, Hayden Christensen, who played him in like two of the two mid two of the major movies, and we'll put his image there. But to me, as a fan, all that meant was like, so let me get this straight. Obi-Wan Kenobi lived the life of a Jedi all the way through, even went into exile and like melted into this old human, like this shriveled up old dude, and is now set to spend the rest of his existence in that form. Anakin Skywalker is an asshole, and then he recants on his deathbed, and then he begets he gets to live his life as a young, you know, looking <laughs> young and, and right. youthful. And it's like that's not fair. Like, what incentive is that for any Jedi to do anything, to spend the rest of your life in that form? So the, the lesson is all you need to do is recant on your deathbed and you, you get to be young for the rest of your life, right? So same with Yoda. Yoda was his old, like, yeah, creepy self. There you go. So and we recant saw him But is it deathbed. also, like, the moment, the last time they felt good about themselves? Or, you know, that sounds cheesy to say it that way, but, like, it, that's... That's the explanation. That's why it goes back to Hayden. Still weak. You know? <laughs> weak sauce. You think that's weak sauce? <laughs> it, like it, could, it? it should have been. It's mm -hmm. whatever form you were at when you when you get that that, that enlightenment again. When you turn back. Mm -hmm. So then he should be like shriveled up, burned up Anakin with no arms and legs floating there. Beside Obi-Wan. Well, Obi-Wan spent yeah. all that time there. Not being a Jedi and kind of turning his back on, on all that stuff until finally he had he had the purpose of training Luke the whole time anyway, right? But he, he actually became a master again and kind of sacrificed himself to save everyone. Does that count as... I mean, he didn't really have to redeem himself. But yeah, it sucks. It's just because he didn't get to look young because there was no streaming service yet. <laughs> That's right. all. Yeah. I don't but, think there's really any need to replace Alec in his... his... No. His image in that. I mean, then what are you going to do? Digitally remove Alec Guinness from the movies and then put in like you and McGregor, which would be no, weird. no, no, no. I was just saying the force go scene. Yeah, yeah. Ernie, to answer your question, as Kenobi being my favorite character, I think they're they're both equally would be equally fitting. Like if it changed to Kenobi or it changed to McGregor, yeah, it would be strange to do it now, but I wouldn't be mad because he's equally cool. But yeah, to, to erase everything that Alec Guinness did would be, not everything, but right. for that point, I, I think yeah. is unnecessary. And hopefully it never gets to that point. Yeah. But man, um, it's great to just be able to seamlessly slip into a Star Wars conversation like that from the intro. Uh, it's nice and organic. I love it. There's lots of man, especially I, when I, you call it out. And then the and then it was ruined. <laughs> it's like moving along and hey, did you guys right. notice we're really good at this? Like no. Yeah. Or you could have said something like, speaking of the Kenobi movie, did you guys hear that there was rumors of a scene that was leaked out there? See like that. That could have happened. Then you would have been flawless. Well, I can just I can just crop out the beginning and end of what you said <laughs> and, and you know we're there we're in the we're in that conversation i'm i for one will not be watching any uh leaks no nope. I, I even don't even want to watch the trailers but i just couldn't avoid it for the for the main one that came out the teaser um i don't i personally don't want to hear anything how, how do you feel about these leaks with yoko i hate leaks all around um they are disrespectful to the people the teams working hard 
behind the scenes and um, I will not watch any leaks. I will not discuss any leaks. Thank you. <laughs> End of story. Cool, yeah. Thanks. Paul, as somebody uh, in the industry, do, do you agree with Yoko? Are you going to look into these? I know. <laughs> are you going to watch these leaks? Fuck yeah. <laughs> 35, 40 fucking times. I can't wait. What are you kidding me? I, I wanted to know the, the sex of our like our child before he was born because so we could so we could get prepped for it. Wait, that's different. I mean it's the same thing. It's a spoiler. You know, there are people like, oh, we don't want to know the sex of the baby. Yeah. We want to we want it to be a surprise. We want this or that. I'm like, no fucking way. Tell me. I need to <laughs> mentally. I need to know. So I'm ready for this shit. And it it's not the same really thing. <laughs> it, it, it kind of is because it's like it's going to ruin the experience it's like it's not because i'm going to watch it and i love it and it's like you know something got spoiled for me for ghostbusters afterlife a toy for you know surprise surprise a toy oh. was a source of a leak and a major spoiler. what's that it's a, toys are always the leaks but <laughs> well no but so so the point that i'm making is it didn't in the moment i didn't suddenly go oh this was robbed of me or this is a i'll put it this way um back Back in my day, before the <laughs> internet, before they had trade paper mag magazines, Ernie, magazines. Yeah. And they used to have like a, a reporter embedded within the production. And they would, ha they would have written stories about scenes and this and that. For, for uh, 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 episode one, they had vlogs about the stuff that were, they were working on. That was like, and people could watch that. And we were excited about, oh my God, they're going to be talking about, they're going to be doing this, they're going to be doing that. And it built up excitement and momentum for the movie. And it didn't give away everything, but little tidbits to just sort of hook the audiences and get them excited. And somehow we've crossed over to that realm where now it's like, I don't want to know anything about this because it's going to ruin the entire experience for me if I do know this. And I, I kind of think the pendulum has swung too far the, the other way. And I get wanting to keep certain plot points secret, wanting to keep certain things a secret. I get that. And I'm I'm all for that, but we all know Vader's gonna be in friggin' Obi Wan Kenobi. We all know he's gonna fight Obi Wan at some point. They've been talking about that for months. If somebody leaks it, I'm gonna be that asshole who's gonna sit there and watch it a thousand times beforehand <laughs> because I can't help myself. I have zero self control, and I'm it's, sorry, but if it's there, I'll do it. It's um, different. It's different, though, what you were saying about how the reporters were on set and whatever, like, because they were invited to be there and do that. Like, when it's something that wasn't supposed to get out, but some asshole behind the scenes decides to leak it or something like that, like, to me, like, I just, you know, as someone who works behind the scenes of a company where sometimes things get leaked, not so much now, but in my previous positions, you know, and, and like, what if, what, how defeating it felt sometimes when information got out the way we hadn't plan for it and like worked mm. hard towards you know something being announced a certain way and then someone hacks into the back end of Shopify and figures out where your images are and posts them on the internet like you know like that's it's like it sucks you know and so it's just like Wait. you know that's that's really what drives me is like you know there are people and teams working hard to do things the way they want to be doing them you know and and for that to get ruined is a bummer. Wait so so that's what, what you're saying is you can find out spoilers if you hack into the back end of Shopify for these images. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Just, just good to know. I'm learning lots from this channel. Yo, I, totally, I hear what you say. I hear what you're saying 100%. 100%.
about that. Um, and it is, it's, it's about controllability of, of the message too. And I've had that, um, I mean, the PR departments for every show I've been on say, hey, you know what, we want you to be careful with, with spoilers or this or that. And I would never drop a spoiler will like on purpose type thing, even though I've been tempted to at times, but it's like, I, I get that because there is a strategy nowadays in terms of releasing when things are released, how to get audience uh, interaction with that. And it's just the controllability of that message. So you don't right. uh, undermine and scuttle months of preparation uh, for, for an announcement. Right. Um, but to that end, you know, if, if that, if that Obi-Wan invader thing gets leaked, <laughs> I didn't see it. Like what? But everybody sees it. Everybody will watch it. I mean, I don't know. I, I'd never even heard about it until today, honestly. Until Ernie, you mentioned that they they leaked the uh, the fight, or there there might be a leak of the fight scene. And I know Deb. Like I, I'm friends with Deb, right? But that's what you get for making me wait for two days. <laughs> two days extra. That's. I mean, honestly, what do you expect? I'm just kidding. I'm so kidding. if we go back to the Reddit, it's going to be like bitter Asian dude spelled backwards or something. Or yeah, exactly. Right? Can you imagine that? Wait, weird. We just figured out the source of the sleep. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I have no access to any of that stuff. Deb's a friend, but uh, but it's um, it's it's like that. It's it's a weird thing though. These these uh, when you when you say like oh you know bitter Asian dude spelled backwards that's the source of the leak and stuff like that I think too many people have been lately especially for for avatar news they're glum like and I hate seeing it because like you see my name you know Paul Sun Young Lee confirms number of episodes confirms the budget uh for for avatar it's like I didn't know such thing I've not confirmed anything yeah. like I literally you know when you say oh that thing costs you know hundreds of millions of dollars it's a, it's a phrase Right. It's it's just, a you know, you say that like that car is thousands of dollars. I don't know the exact price, but I know it's in that range. But then I see I mean, the, the publicity comes to me and says, I'm going to show you this headline first before I say anything. And it says, <laughs> oh, Paul Sun Young Lee confirms Avatar budget at one hundred and twenty million dollars. I'm like, oh, I didn't like honestly, like what the hell? Oh. Right. It's, it's just like saying like confirmed Cody is Boba Fett. No, it's like that little joke. Yeah, Paul, right. I just let me be the first to uh, to say uh, and apologize because I, I I've been putting out those stories and tidbits to get more <laughs> attention, and I've I've just been getting as clickbaity as possible to get yeah. more listeners on the podcast. So right, new, new podcast title: Paul Sunderly confirmed. Confirmed. That's it, well, and don't that, put nothing else behind yeah. it. <laughs> There's no, I mean, it's really, it's up to the, it's up to the, whoever's wanting to report it to confirm it or verify it. And nobody does that anymore because it's all clickbaity, Kevin. Right? <laughs> Kevin yeah. So, and, and, and it works. It works. It works a lot. Uh, Ernie, how, how about you? <laughs> After all that, are you going to watch this scene? No, I don't want to. So the first time. I don't know anybody working on Obi-Wan, so I don't know anything yet on this one, which is awesome for me. It, it's been cool, like, knowing information on the other ones. Like Paul says, like, I'll take it, and I'm cool, and I still act surprised. Like, oh, my gosh. But I honestly don't know anybody working on this one, so everything is a surprise right now. So that's that's way cool. I, I don't want to. 
because I, I want to see it just all happen. But it does bring me to a point. So do I watch that full trailer? Because like we've said, this is just a teaser trailer. Is there going to be another one dropped right beforehand? It, it, okay, if it's like like Thursday night at Celebration and what we get it. What is it, Yoko, Friday or Saturday? Is it Saturday that we get to watch it? What if they then show maybe. It? Hey, well, facing the back of the room Friday. and everyone's watching. Thursday night, technically, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, so Thursday night, midnight. If it, Oh, okay. If it drops on like Thursday morning, okay, I'll watch it because it's at night. But I don't know oh, if it happens Thursday this week. morning, then I would just wait. That's just another day. Would you? It's you would wait? If it was that same day, yeah, heck yeah, I would wait. Uh, I don't know. Because now I'm too hyped for that whole day. <laughs> so see, if it happens now, no. So yeah. See, I, I, I'm totally the opposite. I don't go looking for them. They they happen to slip into my hand sometimes. Um, really sucked when we went to go watch Rogue One. Uh, five minutes before we went into theater, uh, Corinne saw on her phone the Vader scene and didn't know she was watching it. Yeah, and that really sucked for her. She was just like, oh, are you serious? And I was like, well, what's going on? She's like, nothing. And then she told me when the movie was over. She's like, I saw that whole Vader scene. Somebody posted it on Instagram. And I was like, oh, that sucks. And I said, you didn't stop it? And she like Paul was saying, she couldn't stop watching it. She just saw it and was like, oh, oh. <laughs> but she saw it. So what about you, Kev? What are you going to do? No, nah, I'm not going to watch it. I, I have this problem where if I kind of know something, every scene that's happening, I'm like, is, is, oh, it's probably going to lead into that that I heard about. Or, and it, when it happens, I'll still enjoy it. But my head will be just trying to work the whole time, anticipating if it's something that I saw, oh, is this going to be the scene? Is that going to be it? And if it's leading up to it and, and it's just like, I want to, I just want to sit there and be as brain dead as possible. Which are, you, is are, you the, are you talking about the leak or the trailer in general? The leak. Yeah. But you know, I think, I think general leaky business. Which Trailers do that. They're trailers of 80s. They, they give away things. We watch trailers. I know certain people who like close their eyes and go blah, 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 because they don't want to do that. But mm. trailers are a ubiquitous part of promoting a film and getting people hyped for it by releasing those tidbits. You always, I always worry about movies when the trailers are like five minutes long. You're like, I think they just showed us the best parts of the movie. Right. And then so you're sitting and going, yep, they did, because everything else is filler. And and that's that's for me. Those are the bell the the bells that go off, right? But really, at the end of the day, too, it is about living in the moment, um, just being present in what you're seeing. So I will watch. I mean, the the stuff that we saw, even in that little uh, the the teaser trailer for Obi Wan, got me so jacked up. Like so, and I'll see. We'll see those moments again, but it's not going to take away. Oh, I saw this in the trailer. It it's, it doesn't do that to me. It's like, oh, oh, this is the context for this now. Ah, as long as I the get story it. is good enough, I think. Right? Like as long as the movie is, as long as what you're watching is good, I think it'll take. Right. So, so, because I, what I was thinking was, you know, I um, because I know I'll watch things, and I can't think of a specific example, but like. I'll be watching something because it'll come up at midnight 30 sometimes. And then people will be like, Oh, but we saw this in the trailer. And I'm like, I didn't even think about the trailer. You know, like if, yeah. if, what, I'm watching, oh, yeah. if what I'm watching has my attention enough, you know, like I'm not yeah. thinking like I'm able to live in, in that story. Happening. I think when the, when a movie is like boring or slow or like not, you know, not, <laughs> not great. That's when your mind starts to wander and you start th to think about. Is this, is, is this why you didn't like dumb and dumber? 
<laughs> we're gonna have words about that. Oh shoot! Did, did you watch it, Yoko, or you watched like you didn't want to watch it, or you watched? Oh, it I mean, I watched it a long time ago, and I hated it. Like as a kid, I hated it. Uh, yeah. You sound like a fun kid to hang. I was. With. <laughs> you want to hear oh, the most annoying sound in the world? No. Nope. <laughs> did you hear that? Her eyes rolled so hard. I, I think it she did. sprained an ocular nerve. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny, um, you know, Apple Podcasts has a lot of metrics, and uh, number of eye rolls is actually, I was really surprised to see it on there. It's insane, insane the amount of information that they have. Oh my God. It's actually scary how technology works now nowadays. Um, so, wait, okay, so this is a great segue, like, speaking of movies. Now, you, you said something in the, in, the, in the Discord chat a while back now. This is before the last podcast. You did, Kevin. Yeah, I'm pointing yeah. at this. Freaking there you go. It's spreading. It's spreading. Kevin's trying. Yes. <laughs> um, that and these these were like <gasps> like shocking words, but your the assignment was to watch Alien, the first movie, Ridley Scott's 1979 classic, sci-fi horror classic, and uh, you said you did not like it. Did I? I don't think my words were. I didn't like it. I don't think I, I was as wowed and. I think watching the thing and how crazy was and too good, how gross it was. It set the bar really high in terms of uh, fucked upness. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, that's a that's the a word I will use to rate things going forward. Um, <laughs> again, the John Carpenter, the prosthetics, the aliens uh, that you used in that movie. Watching it right before, you know, the week before, I was like, okay, uh, Paul, you're a little deranged. But you know, but you love Alien. <laughs> you love Alien, and you know what? Let's you know we'll give Alien a go. And I thought it would, it would be uh, something similar. But I guess this was more more sci-fi and less of like. But it it was still crazy, and I think I'd seen too many of the Alien toys around to to I kind of knew what it looked like. Whereas the thing, I was fresh, fresh, you know. Okay. And, so first things the, first. Did you watch Alien on your phone or on the TV? I watched it on my TV. Okay. During the day or at night? During the day. I feel like a lot of judgment in this line of questioning. <laughs> the you may proceed, asking, Paul. <laughs> yeah. You know, the thing is, you what you have to realize, too, is uh, in terms of that type of genre movie, Alien really was quite groundbreaking, and it predates The Thing. Mm. The Thing was 1982. Right, Alien was 1979. It really was sort of self-described as like a haunted house in space. That was the whole thing. And yeah, maybe perhaps um, you've seen the Alien design, you know what to expect. But if watching that movie for the first time as a child, not knowing what the Alien design was, not having any sort of familiarity with H.R. Giger's or Geiger's uh, his his aesthetic for the biomechanical human uh, like creatures designs. I mean, that movie really was because you didn't know what the hell was happening. All like the horrifying instances of like the egg opening up and it being the face hugger being strong enough to melt through a dude's space helmet, right to the, the chest burster scene. Mm -hmm. uh, and the fact that this, they, they think they're hunting this little thing that's about, you know, six inches tall and it, it grows to something that's over six feet tall. Right. Uh, and they don't know where it is and it's moving in the shadows. I mean, all those elements of, of that kind of, suspenseful horror 
I thought was groundbreaking at the time. And, and there, there are influences that are absolutely felt and, uh, you know, that, uh, that John Carpenter used in the thing, right? Like that, that whole idea of like not knowing where it is, who it could be, mm-hmm. um, the, the, the horror of it suddenly appearing. Like there are a lot of great jump scares mm-hmm. in Alien right. that are well-deserved. Uh, and the fact that the alien blends in so seamlessly with the, the machinery of the Nostromo, too. Oh, is, yeah. Is that last thing, right? the, yeah. Uh, I mean, like the shuttle, the escape. Shuttle. Yeah. Like where it just pops up. But there's another one where it's like when Brett walks in and he's looking for Jonesy. It's like, yeah, kitty, kitty, kitty. And, and here's the thing. I never spotted it. All these years of knowing it, of, of watching the movie. It wasn't until Noah, we're watching it, the 4K uh, remastered version, which is gorgeous. If you have a 4K player and an OLED screen TV, watch Alien. That transfer, that remaster is spectacular. But Brett is walking through, he's like, Jonesy, Jonesy. The fucking alien is hanging there. And I never spotted it until Noah said, oh my God, it's right there. I was like, what, what? We rewound it and it was like, just in plain sight, just freaking hanging upside down. And in the years, like the decades, I never spotted that in that wide shot that it was there. That's awesome. I've heard so, that it's really more uh, apparent when you're watching it on the mobile version. <laughs> as, as, the, as the filmmakers intended it to be, right? Absolutely. Uh, but I think I found myself more in awe of the entire setting and and the sets and props for everything uh the the planet that they land on the outer uh outer side of the ship the nostromos uh how detailed everything was like inside the ship uh the room where they eat the everything i thought all of that stuff in terms of like a movie set i'm like this stuff looks really really cool even though obviously now some of the screens and stuff are dated which is which makes sense but uh overall i'm like these are these are great sets and, and great props and everything looks looks fantastic. I, I really like that. Yeah, it was the start of uh, sci-fi. Um, it was so much of that suspensefulness. You know, all of those of the slow turns and the slow shots where you felt a jump scare coming, but nobody knew that, and it was it was very cool. The only thing that gets me now is so old is our movies have adapted so much from our figures and our toys that this alien has become so horrific. And crazy with um, all the toys and everything of the growth to see the original alien movie and how it just stands straight and the arms out, you know, from that very first costume. That's weird now, knowing of what we've adapted to like mm-hmm. that. But it goes along with the story of the adaption, like Paul was saying, of how it grows from this little thing from your chest burster to the alien itself. And then now the movies that we're in is that. Um, are you guys willing now after seeing this to go through the franchise or even the prequel of Prometheus like to, to try it or no it's like yeah, yeah I, was cool. I saw Alien I was going to watch uh, Alien 2 Son of Alien today but I had to <laughs> had to edit a video today I, I think um, that's the wrong movie <laughs> I think no, no, you might actually right. be watching the porno version if you think that's the the science folder version yeah Yeah. i'm sure there is a x-rated version of alien i mean all those tentacles and everything yeah but it's not called that though oh sorry i didn't mean to it's it's called an alien (laughs) yeah it's different space nobody can hear you f (laughs) 
No, the title of the movie is no. Alien, and it's spelled A dot Lian, like it's her name. Yeah. And then it says Lian. in space, everyone can hear you scream. So no, no, no. In space, right. no one. It's in space, no one can hear you cream. <laughs> no. so we got a trademark at all. Yeah, yeah, Kevin, you're right. You're right. Wow. For the podcast listeners, that was a slow clap. Oh yeah. God. Man, that was great. Well, there's no topping that. Yoko, you want to give it a try? Or uh, <laughs> she's like, I uh, she's like, I want out of this podcast. Now. Oh, look I at the time. Certain, look at the reputation to maintain. Where did the time go? God, it was right there too. Neither of us could got it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can. I'll watch Alien Two, uh, the proper version uh, for Aliens. Just Aliens. Call it Aliens. Please don't call yes. it Alien Two. Son of like Jaws Two, Son of Jaws. Where no, that's it's not what it's called. It's called <laughs> Jaws Two. I don't know why I'm getting so defensive over it. Well, no, the same, on. the same Stop. reason. The same reason Ernie got got upset about the porn version of Alien because you hold that film very dear <laughs> to your heart. That when someone gets the name wrong, you're like, "Oh hell no, I'm not going to stand for this." I thought you were going to go into the whole, uh, yeah, Cody, Cody being confirmed. <laughs> that too, he's not. It's not Boba Fett. Bo- 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 I think it's a great theory. I think no. confirmed. It was Cody all along. Deserves to be explored for sure. Mm. Um, Jonesy here just went exploring on his own he went into a box that was under another box somehow crawled into it and then crawled back out jeez <laughs> that's what Larry just did Did you? Were... Uh, is your cat's name really Jonesy? no it's Larry oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Larry and Lucy oh, Paul got really excited yeah I did actually I was like oh that's an extra point for geek value no, no. it has an orange tabby named Jonesy yeah, well, no, I hadn't seen it yet when I got them. Right. But I've seen I I've seen it. I saw it before. And what yeah. did, what did you think of it? You know, I mean, I liked I liked it. Um, it's like I wish I had rewatched it again so it was fresher in my memory. Your voice got suspiciously high there, Yoko. Huh? Your voice got suspiciously high there. Like I liked it. I know. I just I liked it. I just I just don't feel like I remember it well enough. To be like, oh, I loved it, you know, because I feel like I would remember it a little bit. I was honestly, I just remember. I feel like I remember the end the most with her and the power loader, and the cat, and I was just worried about the cat. That know? was <laughs> that was aliens. Oh, what? Alien power yeah, loader. Even yeah. I know that. See, see, I'm confused. Alien the cat is face too, or was the cat not there that time? The cat was in both movies, but uh-huh. uh, the cat was more prevalent uh, oh. in Alien. And, yeah. and in the end, she she stuffs him into a, a cat carrier. She goes yeah. back to the cat, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the end of Alien, she she escapes in the shuttle pod and blows up the Nostromo. Yeah. And the it turns out the alien is stowed away on the shuttlecraft, and she blows it into space. Like she sneaks into a spacesuit, gets into her space underwear, sneaks into a spacesuit, and then blows that out the airlock. Yeah. Uh, in Aliens. The cat is at the beginning of the movie, but stays behind. <laughs> yeah, Spoiler. <they're> <laughs> the spoilers. He's crowing about how oh, even I knew there she was in the end with the power loader. <laughs> and I'm talking about a cat at the beginning of the movie. So like, <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like I do feel like aliens was 
I don't want to say better, but better than Alien. And it's I feel like that's movie. A, I feel like that's a that's a, like a general agreement, though, right? Yeah. Like most people like Aliens more than Alien. Well, but there's different genres. They're almost completely different genre movies, even though they have the same character and the same yeah. Alien. Uh, yeah. And you'll find a lot of a lot of fans sort of bickering over it, like fans who really loved Alien were really mad about how they were treated, how that the, the, the creature was treated or, or represented in aliens because gone was the cunningness of the, of the, you know, the beast. It was like in, in alien, it was a single, single alien that wreaked all that havoc was super smart, super scary, super like deadly. And in aliens, which is an, a flat out action film instead of a suspense mm-hmm. horror it's it's yeah alien it's a different genre it's an action film right and it's like people got mad because they just got blown away left right and center type thing and so yeah aliens is by who uh what's his James name Cameron. James thank you Cameron. i couldn't remember yeah oh yeah. i don't know if i realized that either that was there. yeah so that kind of set his staple mm. uh, of his action oh, stuff cool. well i mean i i think it would be fair to say terminator was the first movie to really do that and then aliens yeah afterwards but, like but to say that it was called an action movie because it right. was like everybody did it, it called it an action movie right. and that's what and he does alien 3 which was directed by david fincher i mean again that was a completely different type of movie but a lot of people were complaining it's like an alien movie without guns how could you do that it's like well the first alien didn't have any guns so it, it's this weird it's, it's this really interesting franchise where all the movies were so different from each other yeah. And then Alien Resurrection was like a French art house film. <laughs> we watched it, it's like, oh, oh, okay. It's very different. Very different. Oh. So it's a fascinating franchise to watch. And then you get Prometheus, and then you get Covenant, Alien Covenant. Uh, and, I've seen those two. You've seen those two, yeah. I've seen Prometheus and Covenant. I didn't I don't think I saw three or Resurrection Resurrection. So you just yeah. said well, yeah. For Alien 3, it's interesting because there's a theatrical cut, then there's the yeah. director's cut, which mm-hmm. is really different. Huh. Uh, and that's that's a pretty cool watch because it's one of it's David Fincher's first film uh, because he had been doing uh, music videos uh, up until then. And Alien 3 was his first feature film. Hmm. And so that that's really cool because now he's ubiquitous with like, you know, he did, uh, 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 what's it? Uh, Fight Club, Panic Room, uh, Social Network. He's he's become this really sort of uh, uh, respected director uh, who's very very got a very uh, sharp sense of aesthetic and mm-hmm. uh, storytelling. Um, and so, like to see this was his first movie and what he wanted to do with it versus what was actually released because the studio stepped in and hacked up his movie and presented uh, what's out there. And so with this director's cut being out now, it's it's really cool because you can see the direction he wanted to take it. And it is a better movie. That makes me... I like I like that we went into it more because I, I am more interested in watching uh, the the follow-up films, knowing that, you know, they're, they're so different. I, when I watched Alien, it just seemed to me very, more, very much like a, like a sci-fi movie with a killer alien in it. But the jump scares and everything it's almost seems secondary. But thinking back on it, there is some there is some stuff that had me super tensed up. Uh, and when I say that, I mean when they're when they first find that ship. And uh, yeah, 
I don't I haven't watched it enough to remember everyone's names, but they lower him down on that rope and they, hey. he's just describing. And I'm just picturing, you know, you're in the sweaty helmet and I can't even I can't even wear my glasses and when they fog up, I can't even see. But this guy, that's all he can see is his domed domed helmet and it's all foggy and it's just rows upon rows of eggs it's all hot in in that ship and i'm like oh my which God. one is game over it's game over man which one is that's that second. that's aliens yeah. okay yeah. i feel bill like Huxley. i remember aliens a lot better than alien <laughs> sorry bill paxton not bill yeah. hudson it's private hudson and bill paxton playing that, yeah that iconic game over man game yeah. over now yeah. what are we gonna do yeah sorry kev spoilers <laughs> All right, so I guess we're moving on to the next next movie. The look on his face. Oh my god! Oh, I can't wait for the video replay of this to come out. Am I just gonna do a replay of myself? Just <laughs> there was the whole face of. Well, now I'm not even gonna watch it. <laughs> okay, so should we do Alien Alien Two? Son of Alien, Alien or <laughs> yeah, let's do that. I'll, I'll watch that. And uh, I mean, next, this is very fresh on Yoko's memory, anyway. Apparently, Apparently. <laughs> and the cool you know what's gonna suck is Yoko's weird. gonna rewatch it and she's gonna go, "This sucked. Why do I remember <laughs> it so much?" Or like and the truth is, I never watched Alien. <laughs> there's there are two cuts of Aliens. Hmm. There's the theatrical and the director's cut. I would recommend the director's cut. Just because there's a couple of extra scenes there that m really helps shape the story a little bit more. Um, it, I mean, that, that's and James Cameron has gone on record saying this this is the the cut that he prefers. So mm. I would watch that if you get a chance. It's just it just delves a little bit more to Ripley's backstory, uh, which Sigourney Weaver got an Oscar nomination for. By the way, she was like, it, you know, the first time a, a, a woman got one for an action movie. I think was great. She didn't win it. I think she deserved to, but uh, I think she was up against Meryl Streep that year. So that's a tough one. But uh, yeah, check out the director's cut, Aliens by James Cameron. All right. I will look for that version uh, on my phone. <laughs> on your phone. <laughs> the look of defeat right. on Paul's face. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about another look that the listeners can't see. And for the listeners at home, please. It is not what Kevin is saying of Alien 2. Please don't look that up. It's Aliens <laughs> with an S, because we know you guys are doing the homework don't along it. with us. <laughs> yeah. Please don't Google it. Yeah, because it's a whole different movie. Every week there's a uh, Google assignment, and then now we're telling people <laughs> not to Google stuff. You know, you know they're going to do it, and then they're going to message me. Kevin, why? <laughs> <laughs> My daughter asked me to say, Dad, what's Scarface mean? <laughs> <laughs> Day. Wait, and what did you say? Wait two uh, years. Two? She's only six. <laughs> I know. That's what he said. Wait two years. Oh man, I should rewatch that. I miss it. Scarface? Yeah. Haven't seen it. So long. <laughs> haven't seen Scarface. <laughs> the look on your face, Kevin. I haven't seen Godfather either. Or Goodfellas or any of those. I haven't seen that. I like gang gangster genre has not been for me. Well, I think we should make Yoko watch. So yeah, now I know how you guys feel. Man. Right? Mm -hmm. Is that is that the feeling where I had the sudden urge to go, dumbass? Is that where it, <laughs> it does? Did I ever yeah. find my list of movies? Oh, are you okay? 
Anytime I hear that, I just automatically want to start quoting movies that even though you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I feel like I get the references, you know? Like they're so okay. they're so yeah. prevalent. Every time Ernie well, you do that voice, Yoko just thinks you're talking normal. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't understand why sometimes it. Ernie goes heavy accent, and sometimes he doesn't. <laughs> why? It's really weird. You should start off with Godfather. Just start off yeah. with the the nineteen seventies, like the the the, the movie. Not until it's really our good. official homework assignment. <laughs> That's right. But when you um, do, start with yeah. the Godfather, and then move like Godfather. There's a new movie about the making of Godfather. I saw okay. a trailer yesterday. Okay. Well, there, I mean, those are seminal moments in, in American cinema history, yeah. uh, especially for the, the whole gangster gangster genre. And then, yeah, watch Goodfellas. I'd watch Goodfellas yeah. after that. Uh, and then watch The Untouchables, which is kind yeah. of a really <laughs> I fun... think I've seen that one. Yeah, that's a great one. That's a great one, too, that just sort of... It's a little bit more fun. Like that, That just the, the, the type of movie. I think I've seen that one. I was a film major for a minute. What's that? I was originally a film major in college, so I had like no. you know a film film history class, and I feel like Untouchables was one of them. Nice. And then I decided I wanted to make yeah. money, and I switched Sean to marketing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sean Connery, who's supposed to be doing an Irish accent, but it's Scottish. Did I see this, or have I just read about it? I don't know. <laughs> Did Costner? they ever explain why Sean Connery was in the Hunt for Red October? Was he actually Russian? Yeah, he was he was playing a Russian character. Okay, so they didn't they didn't make it like a backstory for him, like it, that he was a Russian in that movie. No, he was his character was Russian. There was no even though he spoke with the sky. So they had that wonderful scene where they're speaking in Russian, and they they close in. It's a zoom in to the uh, the uh, political officer's mouth as it's an extreme close up. And then he, and they stops and he switches to English and they pull back and at, from that point on it's understood that when they're speaking even uh, though they're speaking in English it's Russian right and it's actually quite a brilliant little technique because yeah they they're all speaking in Russian in, in, initially with the subtitles right and then okay. they, they get rid of that so it's, it's that's a cool, cool that's a cool mechanic I like that yeah even though it's Scottish for the the rest of the way it's Sean Connery with a hairpiece man just. Sit back and yeah. enjoy it. Sean Connery, I'm, I'm down. Okay, so Godfather after Alien 2. <laughs> oh really? Alien is. You got to do drinking, it, man. You're drinking that Buckley's a little too hard, bro. You got to ease off on that Buckley's. And there it goes right now. <laughs> yeah. He goes. Another gulp of the devil's cum. Right there. Dude. Also, ah. the, uh, the Vicks Vapor Rub on toast. Yes. Fix vapor rub on everything. You would have been fixed a long time ago. <laughs> no, really, don't we? We don't need it, Paul. We just put it on everything. Put it on your chest. Good, you're yeah, fine. No. yeah. Put it As under it your nose be, when you go Ernie. Yeah, yeah. When you're when you're gonna, yeah, you do this when you're when you're doing the autopsy, right? Yeah, but <laughs> when before you go to sleep, then no, they do that then you uh, do. in uh, Silence of the Lambs. They've uh -huh. got that stuff the menthol the menthol they put under their nose so that when they're uh, exhuming the corpses, or they're doing the autopsy right. on the corpses. The smell doesn't make. Some some people when they work on farms, mm -hmm. they do it, and like that. Vicks, okay. some Seven Up. 
You're fine. That's all not, you need. That yep. I don't know, but that's all you were given when you were getting sick. Here's some Vicks, oh. me, huh? Drink your seven up, and you're fine. TV Here's shows, the... a blanket, yeah. Ginger ale, everything. Uh huh. Ginger ale. Ginger ale. Uh, ale was for a stomach ache. Robotuzzin is uh, when your parents are going out for the night, so they just loaded you up on that, and then <laughs> they <laughs> oh, all know. Yeah, and then the kids were out. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. But dad, I don't have a cough. <laughs> Kids no, you're knocked out. Out. Kids were knocked out. Yeah. Yeah. Yoko, can we get a, a, a side list of movies that we can pull from in the future? So we don't have to like brainstorm a list on the spot. We can just pull one from the unwatched list. Oh, like for, for both of us? Yeah, we can do that. For anybody. Anybody. Just so we don't have to uh yeah. be like, hey, did you see this? Did yeah, you see this? Like, no, that's movie? a good idea. We'll we'll have our list, our ongoing list. But yeah, um... this, will get, this will get fixed for the podcast anyway. You just press the button, Kevin, and it, yeah. it fixes all this, right? Yeah. yeah well, edit. Edit. Magic edit. For this one, so Magic that, that edit. Button. That does and work. We're done. I, forgot. I had found the list, and now then I moved, so I have to find mm -hmm. it again. But the movies I had watched the last few years, like I think there are some on there that would really surprise you that I didn't see before the before the last few years. That is okay. crazy. Like, um. What was the one I told you about? Oh, Indiana Jones, right? Was one that I had seen. it on the Boba Squadron podcast. And, um, ID. Uh, the Die Hard movies, though. I, I don't know. With, with Bruce Willis in the news lately, I was I was thinking, like, man, I can't believe I didn't watch Die Hard until the last year. That's a Christmas classic. <laughs> yeah. One of the best Christmas movies yeah. out there. Mm -hmm. It's like Grown Ups Home Alone, I guess. Home Alone is my favorite <laughs> Christmas movie. Yeah. A Grown Up Home Alone, I guess. He's like in the vents and stuff. Yeah, you watch it. Setting all the all the traps for Hans and his crew. Okay, there, there's a movie that Home Alone is based on. Actually, like a hyper violent movie with a kid in it. It's a European movie. I can't remember what it's called, but that was the inspiration for Home Alone. Uh, I gotta find it and track it down. Was that on but the was... movies that made us? Because I don't know. It might have been on there, but I remember it got released on part of these uh, uh, movie uh, Facebook groups, and it came out on sale, I think, last year, and people were going on and on about, oh, this is a movie that inspired Home Alone, and it's like this hyper-violent movie from Europe where a kid sets all these booby traps for these intruders in his home. Uh, so Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't yeah. either. Well, that means I have to watch Home Alone 3, son of Home Alone. <laughs> Son Again, you know, I, I, just, I just think those aren't the right kinds of movies you're Googling. Yeah. I'm going to watch this uh, everywhere. I can't remember. Yeah, that, that looks interesting. Oh, Everything the what? everywhere? Yeah. Like that? With, yeah, with yeah, Michelle. Yeah. yeah. Michelle Yeo. And Kihi uh, Kwan. Jonathan Short Kwan. Round. Short round. Yeah. What is that? I don't know. I keep reading that it's like the greatest movie of all time, though. It's like a it's like a multiverse kind of movie, but then it's Michelle Michelle Yeoh, and I don't know. It was limited release at first, and I think the the worldwide like all theaters releases this weekend. Mm -hmm. And it has short round in it. Yeah, he's yeah. he's in it. For real. Yeah, real, real. Awesome. This it's his first movie back after really decades. Uh, of not like he stepped away from the acting profession, but 
mostly because he couldn't find any roles. Like he was, he wasn't getting cast in anything. He wasn't even allowed to audition for shit. And then so he stepped away. And then you know he said he saw Crazy Rich Asians. And he was like, I want to come back. And so he got an agent. And this was a, that was the first movie he booked. He needs to he needs to make Goonies too. Then if he's gonna come back and do anything, he needs to do Goonies too. Paul's on his science folder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm trying to find the name of the movie that in, that was that inspired Home Alone. Dead, deadly games yeah that sounds the, like it this this very re- reliable website i pulled up says john hughes probably was not aware of this french christmas horror movie when he conceived the idea for home alone 1982 deadly games <laughs> the film follows a nine-year-old boy who must fight for survival when santa claus shows up at his house murders his dog and tries to claim his life as well <laughs> yeah. there's santa. a dog murder in there i'm out santa the kid also the kid, I was gonna say he looks like Rambo. Also another movie franchise I watched for the first time in the last two years. I need you, John. <laughs> Colonel Troutman. I love that cartoon though, even though no one ever died. Oh, the Rambo cartoon? Well, like just like in G.I. Joe. Like no one ever died in the in the G.I. Like thousands and thousands like the laser beams that they shot at each other. Yeah. Planes got shot like, out of the sky, but they always a Rambo movie. Right. Right. And now Back to the show. That was our commercial break uh, with, with our sponsored ad from Bitter Asian Dude Inc. You're going to buy some ad space, right, Paul? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Paul just confirmed can... a bunch of things during that break. Yeah, I'm running out of 80 <laughs> titles. People are starting to catch on that these titles are fake. I'm getting a cease and desist from, uh, from Disney or, or from Netflix to stop making up Paul headlines. <laughs> I don't know if if you guys, Paul, you're you're a bit of a gamer. Yoko, you're a gamer. Uh, Ernie, I don't know how much how much gaming you do. Uh, Lego Star Wars game, the Skywalker saga, can't comes out this week. Is anyone picking it up? Probably I will. Not. Probably not. Like I want to. So I've bought I've bought other Lego games, and it's like it's the, like I play it once, and then I never go back to it. Uh, it, it's straight comedy for me. I, I grew up playing these Lego games with my kids. Yeah. So already today, my son called me and he's 22 and he's like, dad, Lego Star Wars. And I'm like, I know that's awesome. Cause he remembers always playing it though. It, oh. Dude, those Lego Star Wars from cartoons to even what you get to play in the video game is straight comedy. I, I love mm-hmm. it. That's, that's why I love playing the Lego Star Wars stuff. I don't think I'll rush out to buy it. Uh, I mean, I, I just don't have time to play any games. Right now, so I, I might go around, get around to playing it. But my memories of that too are playing with my kids, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, me doing all the heavy lifting and then grabbing all the friggin' pieces, right? So it's like, all right, so it's always a bit of a bittersweet thing for me. It's like, so I do all the work and I don't get any of the reward. No, the real reward is spending time with my children. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't, I, I can't help but feel like the games are so. Uh, I mean when you played one, you've kind of played them all, you know, there, there isn't that much of a, a huge jump in terms of gameplay or, or difference. Right. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean the watching the fun storylines sort of uh, like, like Ernie says uh, the comedy bits are great, but I'm not in any rush to go get it now. Like I know a lot of people who'd like, Oh my God, it's finally coming out. It's two years late, but it's finally coming out. And I'm like, cool. Um <laughs> But how about yeah. that leaked uh, Obi-Wan stuff, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Let's watch some of that shit like 16,000 times. No. Um, 
but yeah, no, it's it's. I know a it lot looks, of people. It are looks super fun. Cool. Yeah, it's cute, and I I wish I I would like to be a gamer enough to be excited to play it, but I just know I I will play it once and never touch it again, like so many other games I've wasted money on. Yeah, especially I at eighty dollars. I fall in order. Yeah. <laughs> Fallen Order, I'm telling you, is the only game yeah. in my entire life that I have started and finished. Like, it's the only game I've go. ever played through. So, yeah, I still got to get that. I still got to play all that. So, yeah, before Kenobi. You know, before Kenobi. <laughs> I think you can get it free on X, on Game Pass. You should check that out. No, it's already downloaded on on the PS4 that I have here. But okay. again, I've been I've just been so stupid busy. And then when I'm not, I'm like super tired, and so I gotta sleep and rest instead of play Fallen Order. Sleep. <laughs> and so, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's me with. Uh, like, I only have Xbox One. Yeah, I, I haven't got any of the new ones. It's not yeah, like yeah, it. yeah. Which is I'm cool with, but see, so like ever since I moved, I hooked them up, and I still haven't even turned them on. And I right. used to. I'm a big fighting mm -hmm. game. That mine is. I grew up on fighting games. Well, like mm -hmm. teenager wise, you know, from from Super Mario to Zelda to fighting games. I love. I love like Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, Injustice? Mortal Kombat. Actually, more. I forgot about Injustice. I have played through Injustice and yeah, Injustice. That's too. that's a great one too. Yeah. Even they did a DC cartoon on it. Yeah. That cartoon is awesome. The game is awesome. I like the Mortal Kombat franchise. And so at least a couple times a night, like you're saying, Paul, like right before bed, I would get in a few matches. And I, moving here, I haven't even turned it on yet. I don't even know if it can turn on, which sucks. So there's, yeah. <laughs> I haven't even tried that yet. I haven't set my Xbox up yet either, actually. Uh, Paul, I don't know if you saw this on socials this week. Uh, Ming-Na Wen, who plays Fennec Shand, received a box of her Black Series I figures. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm just like, man, I hope the reaction is the same when eventually Carson Teva comes out in any toy format. <laughs> you know what he's going to do differently, though. So I was very excited to uh, to see that and hoping it happens for you. But she didn't open it. She kept it Ernie. <laughs> yeah. And she then said she got like six of them. Huh? Yeah. But she didn't open it. There's a lot more. Yeah. She didn't rip into it. She didn't nothing. She she kept and it. And she called it a doll. I liked that part. <laughs> that was really funny. I was like, that's cool. And then she shouted out a bunch of uh, toy photographers who mm had -hmm. been tagging her. Yeah. And she shared those on her page. Yeah. yeah, which was great, which was amazingly awesome because she likes the toy photography, but she's going to keep hers in the box. So that was cool. <laughs> I'm all down for it. So that was cool. I love how she threw out that her niece works there. So that's her yeah. Hasbro hookup. <laughs> that uh, was great. Yeah, she had said that. She I, didn't was like, realize, I didn't realize it was her niece. Is that what she said? Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was awesome yeah. because she, th she threw mm -hmm. out a hookup right there. Yeah. And I was like, there you go. But then uh, her husband came in to save the day and ordered all those extra for, for her from GameStop. So that was that's cool, <laughs> which still baffles me that I can't believe you guys don't get merchandise for the things you do. You know what I mean? They, that, they, yeah. That's no, man. I know. They, never even they don't even tell you if they're going to like I have no idea. Right. If right. Everybody keeps asking me, when is it going to come up? It's like, I don't know. Nobody tells me anything. Yeah. And yeah. it, like none of it's would you know it's like it was before too. It's like you sign away your rights and likenesses. As soon yeah. as you sign that contract, they can do anything with your image that they want, right? So they choose to make a, uh, an action figure out of you. They can, right? And you're well, not going to get a cut of it. When it so. happens, we we got your back. All these communities, <laughs> you're you're gonna have your fill of Carson Teva figures. Don't worry, right? And I'll sign all of them. 
Anybody who asks, I'll sign them. How much? <laughs> Two fifty. <laughs> no, Make sure you that. sign on on every single one. You you have to write. This is the first, first ever <laughs> copy of a figure signed by me. Yeah, it'll all be. I better not do this on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> you find them all on Kevin's eBay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you We're said these were for charity, you. Kevin. <laughs> You said this this is for the sick children, Kevin. That's a horrible man. It was great. I think Hasbro Paul shared the photo of, of her with uh-huh. the figure too. Like it, it was pretty awesome. Uh speaking of Pulse, there's gonna be some Star Wars announcements on April 6th, but this is coming out after. But so we're gonna miss most of that stuff. But exciting uh more Star Wars materials. Material sounds weird. Is there another word for content? Media? Uh, media. Let's go with media. Books. <laughs> Don't know what you're trying to say. Books. Books. There was there was book news this week. Yoko, as the, as the book reader. As the book reader. What yeah. Are, what are some of the titles? Sure. Um, Queen's Hope is one that just came out. It is um, a, a book about, about Padme. I've read the first two which I had to Google, were called Queen's Peril and Queen's Shadows. They're fun. They're definitely more of, you know, a young a young adult read. Um, but it goes back, you know, um, more into Padme's life as, um, as a senator and the stories of her friendships and her relationships with her handmaidens and more about Sabe and some of those other characters that you just see glimpses of in the movies. So I think um, it's a lot of fun to get more of that backstory, I think. Um, I'm, all, I'm all for more Padme stories anytime, honestly. And then I think these are just the reissues. I don't want to say just reissues, but the um, the some of the legacy books they came back out with. Uh, Kenobi. Yeah, Kenobi is one of them. Sorry. I cool. These are these are all le- they call them legends, right? Anything that was legends books. Sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah, literary pieces from before that are no longer canon after the uh, the, the Disney purchase. But uh, yeah, it's cool to get another chance to get those. Uh, I'll probably pick up Kenobi and see how it affects, uh, or if they draw any inspiration from yeah. that for the yeah. new show. Yeah. Do you read in the bathroom, Kevin? Or where? No, that's when I watch all my movies. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So where do you throw reading in? I don't know if it was the same thing. Like uh... I read right before bed because it knocks me right out. It's just like me in high school. It's like I read two pages. And I go, oh, I'm so tired. That's the perfect perfect thing before bed mm-hmm. it is it is a good thing before bed though honestly like mm-hmm. you know take your stop staring at a screen and look at a book for an hour before you go to bed would be yeah, great. an hour <laughs> <laughs> kevin's all it's a solid five minutes and at that he's read the same paragraph like three times <laughs> every time he's reopened up his eyes he's just all Kenobi no, it's not, you're falling asleep. So when you go read it the next day, I'm re I'm like, I don't remember this happening. <laughs> I have to go back a little bit more to to kind of get back into it. There's a there's a the the big announcement today that came out, uh Picard season three. You heard about that? The entire basically the entire cast next generation is coming back for Picard season three, which is supposed to be the final season of that particular series, but uh, Jonathan Frakes, LeVar Burton, 
um, Gates McFadden, Mar uh, Marina Sirtis, Brett Spiner, and Michael Dorn. The entire bridge, the entire cast of Next Generation are coming back for that final season. So, big news. A lot of happy Trekkers out there. Nice. I get a sense that none of you give a fuck. So, let's move on. Ne I've never seen a Star Trek. Sorry. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> no, you haven't. Wow. Not okay. a single one. It's the only place where we differ, Paul. I am not a Trekkie. Yeah. Wow. I'm not. I, I just wow. can't. I've seen, yeah. I've seen some, Paul. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm just kicking <laughs> athletic to get more points. Suck it, you two. <laughs> Suck it like Ernie's stuck boba. My boba. Wow. And so he's lying. Not, not at all. No, no interest in the Trek universe at all from any Wait. of you. Wait, suck it like Ernie's stuck boba? Is that what you said? Yeah. That's a next t-shirt right there. T-shirt. That's the quote. And it's just me dying on the shirt. Oh my God. So, yeah. It's a next shirt. No, I, I don't. I From TV show and then those movies came out and to me and on my always in my head, I was like, this is weird sci-fi. These guys are trying really? to be Star Wars. Yeah. I never Star Wars a sci-fi Star Wars. Yeah, you know, I saw it. Star Wars. Right? I know, I know, but like for the TV <laughs> shows and like that, I just saw them as TV shows to where Star Wars was, you know, a huge theatrical movie, and then right. it was brought to TV sometimes, and so like that. So seeing those old TV shows and just him, I was just I never got into Star Trek at all. Wow, at all. I remember the old I movies. Tried. Yeah. I haven't tried to get into Star Trek either. Right. I'm sure. Well, I, it, it's one of those things where you can certainly do the abridged version of just because they weren't serialized in that way. Like you didn't have these overarching, like for the original series, obviously they were like standalone adventures. There were a few story points that were sort of connected, but really you could watch them all out of order and it didn't really matter. You're like, oh, okay. It's just an, like this. It was the adventure of the week type thing. And then for Next Generation, I mean, that first season was really rough. I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't enjoy it as much. That show didn't really find its footing until second and third and beyond. And it, it got really strong as it went beyond and stuff. So uh, I remember watching that and be, being very fond of that crew, especially from like season three onwards. Um, it was cool. And then, of course, with the movies, um, with the original series, Star Trek The Motion Picture was imagine that small little TV show and suddenly, like you say, Ernie, it's got this huge cinematic sort of treatment. Mm -hmm. That was a huge sort of like, oh my gosh, this is like, finally they've given it the scope it kind of deserves, right? So the motion picture, while there were moments that were just sh sh like mind-numbingly boring, um, there were some beautiful, beautiful shots and like really, really the sense of the scope of the show and what it deserved was finally there. But Star Trek Two really is was kind of the best of all of those movies um and that is you you have distinct character arcs growth death uh old nemesis brought back action suspense like that was that's the movie i would sort of point to in terms of the the, the original series and then with the next generation stuff too like first contact is a fantastic movie um where they um you know, they have to go back in time. And so it's it's a really neat sort of um, storyline there with that. But uh, I mean, I, I love both franchises. Uh, I love I grew up with Star Wars and Star, Star Trek and Star Wars. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Trek filled that void for me because it was on TV. It was that right. sci-fi that I wanted. It was there on a weekly basis. Star Wars, you had to wait three years right. for every movie to sort of come out. And then in the meantime, you had some comic books or this or that, but for that live action fix, it was Star Wars. And so Star Trek. And so I love both. Like, I love the fact for me that both, for me, coexist and take up equal equal rent space in my mind and in my heart. I mean, right now, Star Wars is winning because I'm actually on Star Wars. So, <laughs> nice one. You know, in hit yeah. nudge nudge Star Trek. Let's go. Two series go. filming in my hometown. Nobody's knocking on my door. Anyways, but call uh, me. <laughs> yeah. Call, um, call me too. <laughs> no. Um, I'll wear, I'll be red shirt guy. I'll do it. Go ahead. How? What is the uh, the premise for the Picard series? I don't. Oh, I don't know. I haven't watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've seen I've seen parts of the first season. The second season just finished being dropped. They made mm-hmm. the announcement for the third season. I want to see it. I haven't gotten around to, to watching a Picard. Uh, it's on my PVR, um, and it's but it's a time thing. It's one of those things where it's like I I don't have time to 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 do that. He says as he's looking at the clock to see when uh moon Knight, the second episode is about to drop but you find <laughs> there there are things that you find you you make the time for and picard has because i haven't caught up in that first season yet i haven't watched any of the third pushing season, it out yeah, yeah 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 and the same with the star trek discovery uh, mm-hmm. i haven't watched that fourth season at all but because halfway through the third season we had to stop because we got busy right so do, do you like the Abrams Star Trek? I do. I don't, I don't mind that reboot. It's different. Mm-hmm. I like how they dealt with the altering timeline. So like, mm-hmm. you know, it's the Kelvin timeline. Like this is the, it's like their multiverse. And so yes. the original universe still exists and is still canon, but they have an offshoot now. And I think that's a really smart way of extending uh, and recasting characters of a beloved mm-hmm. series. You just say, well, this mm-hmm. is a different timeline of it. And people are fine with it, you know? I've seen it's that like one. I've seen that one because of Abrams and because right. of the whole timeline thing. Right. I, I like time travel stuff or anything to do with, oh, my God, it's mm-hmm. a whole other universe. So it was cool. And starting yeah. off with Beastie Boys is not a bad thing either. So there you go. The, the cool thing about PVRs and, and some, some services, Paul, you can install the app on your phone so you can watch it wherever you go. As, as it's meant to be seen, right, Kevin? Mm-hmm. What's as PBR? To, as opposed to never being seen at all. <laughs> it's, like make, it's like a make TV. A okay. See, and you guys keep saying PBR, and all I hear is Paps Blue Ribbon. That's it. And I'm all, what the hell is going P-V. on here? V. Yeah. Oh, PVR. Yeah. PVR. It's like that time you were talking about a jetpack and nobody here knew what the hell you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys really have those in SoCal? Everybody just flies around on a jetpack all the time. <laughs> Mine's just a little bit bigger, but yeah, it's cool. It gets you there. If you, you've been listening to the first two episodes, we're, we're trying to bring in a smoother smoother landing, landing the plane in for the outro. But I'm, I'm happy we're, we got to record this tonight and everyone's back together. And I'm looking forward to the next day we can do this. And uh, Yoko. What happened to the third episode? You said the first two episodes. 
Are we not talking about the third episode? Oh, the second and third episode. I don't know what day it is. Oh. All of this pre-recording <laughs> stuff. Uh, I'm used to going live. This is this our timelines are screwy right now. But um, thank you to everyone for following and subscribing on whatever platform you are watching or listening to us on. Thank you. And if you're not already following or subscribing, please do. Why are you laughing at me? What is wrong with what I am saying? It is a heartfelt show of gratitude and appreciation. And if you're not already, please do it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I had it until you started laughing and like I, we're using it. I was gonna have it down. I just love the thank you at the end. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for being here. <laughs> I love the whatever whatever platform and what like I mean, do you want me to list off everything? I don't even know everything we're on. It just makes I'm trying to be concise and it ends up becoming longer because I have to explain it to you. Everybody else gets it. They're all listening on different platforms. Yeah, Kevin. Everybody else gets it. Just press your magic button and send it out. <laughs>